Hi, and welcome back to the First Quarter Club. I'm Joe, and this is Hannah, and we're bringing you new episodes every Monday. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the First Quarter Club podcast. Today, you're joined with Joe and I, as usual. And we've got a very special episode this week because we've not actually got a guest on. We thought it'd be a nice time to talk about some of the questions that we've been asked over the past few weeks. Um, Joe's recently put out a, a Q&A, a couple of Q&As on our stories. If there's any particular topics that you guys wanted to ask us or discuss, the topic that we're focusing on today is actually searching for a new job. Most of the questions were typically around this sort of subject. And we thought it, it's also quite convenient for us, right, Joe, because we're in the process of um searching for new jobs ourselves joe's just successfully um been accepted to a new role which is fantastic news and i'm kind of in the process of looking for new jobs within my area so um even though it's relevant to you guys that might be coming out of school or just starting um, a new job straight out of uni it's also relevant for you know people that are actually in a current position but are thinking of moving want to try out something new yeah no i totally agree hello everyone um we also are recording this off the back of england absolutely annihilating Denmark <laughs> if our energy and that doesn't seem up to it today we are absolutely knackered so uh, apologies for that one um, but a lot more younger people have started following us recently we thought well do you know what we'll start doing something a little bit more focused towards leaving school finding jobs interview tips and tricks and stuff so um, yeah and no, I'm really excited to, to get into this one so we've got three questions that we got asked um, these are the main ones so the first one is what tips do you have for searching for a new job after school um or leaving education even uh the second one was interview tips and tricks uh, and the third one was what advice would you give to a new starter um which are all very good questions and to be honest as well i mean, I mean there's a lot of people you know after covid it has been very difficult times they might be thinking mm-hmm. look you know i might switch it out might or on the flip side you know there might be people that are leaving school and they're trying to find their first job but they're not really too sure how to act or what to do. Um, so we thought, you know, we'll answer these questions and hopefully we can sort of share on some of our advice. Yeah, there, there has been other questions as well that we've received, but we thought we'd try and group them into topics relevant to everyone, right? So these apply yeah. to all ages, essentially. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so we kick it off with the first one then. So tips for searching yeah. for a new job. So this can be whether you're coming out of uni, school, you don't really know what to do, um, or if you're in your role and you really, you know, hate your job, hate your manager, hate team, and you want something new. <laughs> What are some of the tips that you suggest, Joe? So I think, first of all, you've got to establish what you want to do. Um, I think making sure that you're quite specific with the job role that you want. I guess more more or less the, the topic or sort of the genre of job, of job role, I guess, if you could say it like that. You know, I think sometimes when people sort of scattergun across jobs, potentially that isn't the best way to sort of do things in my opinion you know if you if you sort of know that look i want to go into construction or want to go into finance and sort of hone in on what you want to do and then sort of start networking start finding out what qualifications you need start maybe speaking to other people what what they did how did they get their role um that that's one of the routes i would go down yeah and just off the back of that as well because i know a lot of people think, oh, do you know what? I don't really care what I do. I just want a pay rise, for example. Okay, that's great, but don't focus on the money. You know, you could search for any role and apply to any old job, but you might not really enjoy it. And you might also be stuck at that level if you, you know, if you can't progress within that role. So absolutely, I think the, the key point here is just make sure you can identify what you want to do, what you really enjoy. Think of those things. And, and I guess off the back of it is just 
get yourself out there. So my first Definitely. big tip would be speak to people, make sure you're networking. I know this has been extra difficult in the COVID situation. A lot of networking has been done virtually. So I mean, if you're looking within your organization, try and set up like a virtual meeting, like a virtual coffee chat, um, or if it's with outside of your um, organization or business area, you know, see if you can meet people on either LinkedIn or maybe um, search for local career fairs, that kind of thing, and see if you can... Mm. And, and get to speak to someone face to face obviously like i said very difficult in these uh, covid times but there's definitely lots of opportunities uh, virtually you can look online and apply to those sort of things um and also just in terms of networking ask mates ask your colleagues like it's all word about word of mouth a lot of the time um definitely. and people might know um a certain role that might be going available or um, might have a position already open in their teams like within your organization so it's always worthwhile just chatting to mates and chatting to colleagues and be very open about that Definitely, definitely. And, you know, you can get all the, the qualifications might get you through the door and whatever, but a lot of the time people do hire on personalities as well. And if mm-hmm. you've made the, the, the effort to go out there and to speak to people and to to learn and get what their experiences are and that more often than not, they might say, look, you know, we might not have a role here, but my best mate, he does the same role for another company. I'll speak to him because I know that they're looking. You know, it literally is about just finding out there finding out what you want to do trying to get your name out there because there are hundreds and thousands of other people that might be trying to do the exact same thing you know mm-hmm. i think sometimes it's oh you know i'll, I'll leave school or, or i'll try and find a job you know maybe i can find something in a couple of months but you never know if you just put the effort in and you spent a week really intensely looking for it you, you could be in a new role within a month you know rather mm-hmm. than just thinking oh, maybe next time I'll do this or oh, maybe I should do that. I think it's just just go for it. You've got nothing to lose as well. And as long as you do it discreetly, um, you know, if you are employed currently, don't go out there making a big noise because people do talk as well. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I if I was a, a manager or something at a company and I word got back to me that, you know, one of my employees was sort of looking as well, you'd be thinking, oh, God, why is he looking or whatever? So if you are currently employed, just just be careful with what you're doing and networking and who you speak to. But by all means, go out there and do speak to people. Yeah, and I guess just on the flip side of that, I think that's a really important point. You've got to be respectful of your team and your manager. And yeah, it's all well and good, okay, searching for roles and not actually telling them. But it's also worth, on the flip side, having a conversation. So say, for example, you are just after a pay jump or you feel like you're doing a lot more work and you're kind of not bored but you're at the the very maximum of your of of what you do in your current grade and you just want to progress it's always worth having that conversation with your line manager you know like they if you enjoy what you're doing they might think do you know what yeah you've had great performance you've showed that you're committed over the past few years we'll to either promote you within your role or we might have another job within the team so um it's always if you have like regular one-to-ones with your line manager i look for opportunities that way as well um yeah. and then just some other tips like in terms of the more traditional routes so like say you are coming out of university um there's obviously websites indeed i think like obviously linkedin you can search for roles there and then also um there's lots of like apprenticeship schemes and graduate schemes so like either once you come out of university or you've graduated you can search these types of um, programs in different organizations there's so many different schemes we've got a whole podcast recording on university versus and apprenticeships and that kind of thing so um definitely look at the early careers route to see if there's other options sometimes they come with great deals in terms of they'll pay for your qualifications they might um you know fund your progression through work they might um rotate you through different uh, teams really quickly things like that so i'd say definitely worth looking out for those one 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 website i would use <clears throat> um is 
not going to uni. Um, the website is mainly for school and college leavers. Um, there are thousands of job opportunities and apprenticeships in the UK, um, and I'm sure you'll be able to find your perfect fit there. So that is one mm-hmm. website that I would definitely um, recommend going on. Perfect. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, and then also just in terms of when you're searching for a job, I know sometimes it's quite difficult to really identify what you want to do. So job descriptions can sometimes be quite broad. You're reading through some roles and it's a bit like, I really don't even know what this means. But my advice would be to find someone that's actually in that role already and actually talk to them. So say you're interested in a job, but you don't really know what the day to day activity will be like. Just schedule a meeting or a quick call with that person or see if you can drop an email and have a chat um, and just see what the day to day um, day to day is like. So what they typically do on a weekly basis, what their job involves, what they find interesting, not so interesting. And that way, by actually talking to someone that's done the role for a couple of years, for example, you get to understand what you might be doing yourself because i know sometimes job descriptions are really quite vague and they don't always match up to to what you'll be doing yeah. in reality or even just talk to the line manager you know if there's a hiring manager recruiting um have a chat with those those guys to see you know what the job's actually going to be like and what they expect from you yeah i want well, just to add to that as well i think it's a really important point another thing is a lot of companies look for experience as well and you might accept a job and you might think mm, actually you know it was all sold as um rainbows and unicorns and it's going to be the best job in the world but i've started it and i'm not too sure about it just get six months to a year under your belt because then at least you can go to another job and say look i've got had one year's experience here it looks it does look a lot better and it looks favorable you know than just having no experience as well so even if you do get the job just make sure to to stick it out as, as long as you can I'm not saying you know, if you really hate it and it's not for you then then obviously do what's right for you but i would advise mm-hmm. that trying to to stick with it as long as possible because you know if you you start a new job or whatever it's never going to be the same you know you never know what you're going to do in five ten years time you know just because you've started at that job doesn't mean you're going to be there for the rest of your life but mm-hmm. i would say just trying to get experience as well you don't want to be known as one person that just sort of job jumps around and, yeah yeah chases the cash yeah, but then on, on the flip side of that, there's also opportunities like secondments or fixed time contracts, for example, where you can just do a role for six months, test it out and then move somewhere else. So that's also a great opportunity just to suss out a role or a team or an area even just to see, yeah. you know, whether you enjoy it or not. Definitely, definitely. We will be putting, uh, we will be making some posts on our Instagram account as well. Um, if, you have, if you listen to in the car and you don't have a pen, um, then check out our uh, our instagram page I'll, I'll, we'll do a couple of posts on these so you can refer back to them and we'll make some notes mm-hmm. for you um as well uh, another question cool. that we got asked was interview tips and tricks um now this is this is always a difficult one because i think in in the movies and, and in tv it, it seems like the most anxious the most nerve-wracking situations you know sometimes you feel like they're there just to to catch you out you know every little detail you know oh did I do this did I do this oh I didn't say this right or whatever but my experience of interviews is it's just be yourself you know that I think some people come across in interviews they they might be the best person in the world you know that they might have every single answer bang on but then they get to the job and they get to the workplace and they're nothing like what they was in the interview so my advice would just be just be yourself you know and and don't think of it just as a pressure think of it as you should go in to have a conversation to meet with people you know i think a lot of people think oh the interview they're interviewing you as well but you might go there and think actually you know what i had a meeting with that manager i I don't know if i could work for him i I just get a bit of a um a bad vibe from them i don't know if they're for me as well you know use it to scope out yourself as well it's not just a one-way thing 
no absolutely i think i, I completely agree with that be yourself um research the role it sounds so so basic right but yeah. research the team research the company research the role the amount of times i've interviewed people and they don't really know what they're even applying for so they find past the the interview uh, the assessments the quizzes whatever but they get to the interview stage and they don't actually have any understanding of what the role does or that like the wider audience or the wider team so i think mm. that's really important because some questions may come up um it might not be re- relevant to the specific role but um perhaps the wider company uh, they might ask external sort of questions that, that apply to that field of work um yeah. another really simple one that i think people overlook practice questions online so Definitely. just research common questions like it's so easy just to go on to, to to google i think a lot of companies Depending on the grade level, I think they typically have similar set of general questions, but they'll just align them slightly to the, what the role is. So, for example, if you're looking for a leadership role, they'll ask you, you know, how to be persuasive, how to get people on your side, buy in, how to manage a team. Like they can be all quite broad questions. So just uh, my suggestion would be look up general questions online, common interview questions and just practice them. Just apply it to the role that you're you're um, you're signing up for and then just as well as that practice assessment tests and this is one that I think people often neglect so as part of the interview process especially when you go a little bit further down the line in your career you might be up against assessments so these are sort of general knowledge they can be very like verbal type questions or um, maths assessments they just are trying to assess your general knowledge and that kind of thing so um, but you can also look online to see um, assessment tests that are, are used and you can do like practice quizzes and things like that just to get an understanding of the sort of questions they might be asking. So for example, I think I did one recently. It was kind of like a, um, a scenario where they used to, they show you a video. It's like a one minute video and then ask you questions off the back of that video. Um, and they're just assessing how you would act in that situation. But yeah, so it's, it's sometimes in a job, it's not always just, you know, straight face to face interview. They might put you through this assessment process first before going through the interview, the interview stage. So just be aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. And I'd, I'd also say as well, you know, you know it, it really does depend on on the company to what what things they're going to do you know for example you know i've just recently accepted a job for um a, a small family business let's say uh, i haven't started there yet so i don't know how much i can give away but all not all my interview was was just we went for a, a chat at starbucks so just it really does you, depend doesn't it it really does yeah so so that that really is key to find out what you have to do and another thing that i like to to do as well because in, in interviews they like to get you talking as well and sometimes it is it to get yourself a, a couple of minutes of thinking time or just to compose yourself research what the company's about for example i've been in construction companies and um i've driven past sites and i i've asked them directly just you know Oh, well, I drove past that site. You know, how's that going on? And and then that gives you a couple of minutes to. It also shows that you're interested because you've taken the time out to research and see what they're doing. And it also mm-hmm. just gives you that couple of minutes of a breather to think. Oh, right, compose myself. You know, now he's talking. I can sort of uh, gather my thoughts a little bit, and then we can go from there. But I, yeah. I, I, as you said, the three R's there. You know, research, research, research. You know, as all interviews are. You know, they are. They're trying to find the best candidate for their for their company. And don't be too disheartened if they say, "Look, we don't think you're the right fit." You know, just because you, whether even if you get to that interview stage, it's still good experience. You know, it's not like you're. You know, hopefully you can learn from that experience. You can learn from that interview and say, "Look, you know, well, it didn't. I didn't quite get it for whatever reason, but you know." 
now going into my next interview, I won't be so nervous, you know, now I won't be as tense. I sort of know what to mm-hmm. expect. So always try and learn from the experience as well. Yeah, I think that's a really good tip. And I think in most companies, they'd give you feedback. You know, if it was a professional interview, you could ask HR or someone to provide feedback if you didn't do so well. So even if you did do well, you know, what what did you find difficult? What what didn't go so well? What did we decline you for? Um, And that's all a learning curve. And you take that feedback on and then you, you know, amend it for the next time. So it's all about development as well. Don't be too disheartened. And then just off the back of that as well, once you've, you know, got your questions and you've practiced um, it's always a good idea to have like a, a practice run with a friend or family member or even a colleague, someone you just trust to ask you questions in a sort of sensible manner. Yeah. And you can reply without looking at your flashcards or without, you know, reading your notes and just act like you're in a formal environment. Because I feel like it's always fine doing it yourself in your head or just reading your own notes. But until you've got yeah. someone in front of you asking you questions and you uh, pick off random things in, you know that you've you've memorized it can be quite difficult but um that's always great practice to do before your interview um and then sorry another thing i know i'm jumping around a little bit here but no, just, no. Uh, things i keep thinking of things that are important so when you're in an <laughs> interview when you're in an interview scenario it's always good to ask questions back to the interviewer it shows you that you're interested in the role it shows you might be interested in the company it's, it's not always a one-way street you're you're providing a service and manager is looking to essentially pay someone to do that service so it it's not just you begging for a role it's your opportunity to showcase what you're really good at what you're interested in what your experience is and just essentially just trying to get them on your side so um yeah it's, it's not always like the line manager up against you it should be a two-way street so just make sure you're asking yeah. questions um I wouldn't go too personal in terms of asking like salaries and things like that. That's a later conversation you can have with like HR or like a talent acquisition partner, but definitely in terms of the role itself, what you'll be doing, um, talk about stakeholders, talk about external environments that might have an impact on your role. Like there's loads of different things that you can ask back to get a better understanding of your role. And I think it's quite impressive. I mean, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I mean, even, even, you know, I've only ever worked for, for, for small, smaller companies that don't necessarily have a, a HR team or processes mm. like this so even just for me you know I, I'm learning from this as well and you know hopefully if we get there are people that are a little bit older as well that you know they might be working at I don't know Tesco's or maybe smaller companies as well you know it's, it's all different there's so many processes and stuff so just make sure that that you say you research, you research, you research. And the last the last point for me is as well, because this one does piss me off a little bit, is when you see some people come through the door and they look like they've been dragged through a bush. Like, smarten <laughs> yourself up. Like, I know they say, oh, don't judge every book by a cover, but if it's you so look true. like you've just come off of a mad night out or a stag or something and you're in a suit. <laughs> the Euros, you've not yeah, slept. Yeah, and you look all dishevelled. You, you don't look, like, well kept. Like, it's just going to go against you. It's just another brownie point. So just make sure <clears> your mum, you know, she cleans your shoes, she irons your shirt before you before you go on and get that interview. And just make sure you look presentable and smart because I think that's another battle as well. Good about physical appearance as well, just on that point. Like, <laughs> act act confident. Even if you're yeah, not confident yeah. and you are, like, shit in your pants, just go in there with confidence <laughs> and it will, it will show. So, like, um, what's it? It's pretty much like fake it till you make it. If you walk in and you're sort of, like, you know, fumbling around, like, looking at the floor, like being a bit nervous like it that just shows straight away to the person interviewing so even if you feel really like nervous just go in and pretend you're like just talking to your mate or just act with confidence and that sometimes comes across as you know even if you're not um and then just the final thing from me and 
um, this just rolls off of the point that we were talking about earlier. Explain what you bring to the table and, and why you want the role. And, and it sounds like a really, really silly one, but maybe it's at the end of the interview. Um, you can always bring this up. But if, if someone seems that they're passionate and they they can show that they really do want this role and the reasons for that or, you know, just showing some sort of interest, I think that always does help rather than just answering the questions black and white and then you not know, going yeah, anywhere. I think definitely. just showing that you're actually keen um, does help. And then just going back to your point, Joe, I think this really does depend, obviously, depending on what role you're applying for, right? And we've got to understand that we are biased in the sense that I work for a corporate organisation, Joe, very similar. We've all been through quite formal processes, but there'll yeah. be some roles out there that you don't really need to, you know, have all these hints Definitely. and tips, but it still does matter in terms of, you know, your physical appearance, confidence, yeah. and just the way yeah. that you, you hold yourself. I think they're all really important points. You know, you might be yeah. working in like, I don't know, scaffolding or something that's like a bit more manual um, and you might not necessarily you know, have a full interview process. I'm not sure. I don't work in that field. But at the same time, it's really important that you do come across as, you know, polite, um, with yeah, confidence, yeah, yeah. and you know a lot about the role. Exactly. So, yeah, no, uh, identify what you bring to the table. Unless you're a waiter, you won't know until you start the job. Um, oh, sorry, that was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just throw that chestnut in a joke. <laughs> that was such a bad joke. So. <laughs> Uh, oh. right, the last the last question oh is, dear oh, oh it's shocking right, the, the dad vibes are coming yeah, the, uh, the that was painful <laughs> we'll cut that out right, go back to bed <laughs> um, what advice would you give to a new starter right so there are a couple of things we did put out on Instagram post the other day so I will rattle off a couple so thanks to everyone that um, that, that uh, responded Um James Kaplan, your legend, you responded, um, our friend of the show. Um, he said, which is, if you didn't listen to the podcast last week, there was some absolute gems of advice. It was absolutely banging. But James said, <laughs> what advice would you give to a new starter? He said, um, let's find. He said, do what you think's right. Do what you think's right. You know, you, you're not, you, when you start in a new role, you're not expected to know everything. You know, take an educated guess. You know, if you think this is right, go for it you know when you join a new job or you've just started in a new team i think networking is really important introduce yourself yeah definitely i'd agree and the other thing is as well you know everyone was a, a new starter at some point you know it might feel really overwhelming at, at times but i'm sure there's other people in the company um that would feel exactly the same as you so you know don't, don't feel too nervous about um it being a bit overwhelming it seemed a bit daunting because everyone else has been in that position yeah absolutely and I mean, don't rush. Like, you're not expected to know everything straight away. Just take it, it does take time. I think one of the things that I'd do is read up on current or sort of previous projects that your team's been working on. Maybe just get an understanding of the sort of work that you could be involved with. Um, and ask questions on that. It looks like it looks quite good, I think, to your teammates if you've already got an idea of what they've been working on. Um, so that's definitely a good one. And then um, another one for me is I think of new ways to improve the current ways of working. So have a look at the processes that are ongoing, you know, assess the ways of working um, and suggest change. You know, if you you have a fresh pair of eyes coming into this team and people are often employed on the basis that, you know, you want someone new to come in and, and mix it up a little bit and suggest some improvements. And I think it just is quite impressive. You know, I think a lot of people um, are quite set in their ways in terms of working and are quite used to doing things 
you know, this is this is how we've always done it. They're quite traditional. So um, when someone comes in and can actually review how things are done and perhaps make small changes here and there, I think that, that gets picked up on. Um, yeah, it's always good to introduce in corporate change. Yeah, no, I'd agree. And I think just even, even just sort of a, a simple point as well is just, just always have a positive attitude. So I know there's going to be times when um, you, you go into work and you're not really feeling it or whatever, but I think when when you're so young and, or, you know, if you're starting a new job and you're just positive, you're keen to be there, you're keen to sort of show people what you it's a lot easier for people to be like, wow, okay, like he really wants to come in, he wants to, or they want to come in, they want to learn and they really want to get their head down. And I think that first impression um, always does help. Yeah, absolutely. Don't be afraid to ask questions as well. So if you're just sort of new on the job, no, no questions are a stupid question, really. You can, you're not expected to know everything straight away. So it's always useful to, you know, ask your team members, ask your line managers, if you don't understand something straight away, you know. And I think just one final thing from me, I'd say build a network of key contacts or key stakeholders. I think that's a really useful tip when you're first yeah, joining. So yeah. just building a strong group of, of people that you can connect with or ask questions to. So you might not necessarily know the answer to, you know, quite new to the team, you aren't familiar with processes, but it's always handy just to have someone on the end of the phone or, you know, like someone you know who might know the answer and you can just quickly, you know, send them an email or pick up the phone to them and say, look, how did you do this? I, that's that's really helped me in the past. Um, so, yeah, just keeping that contact base strong and obviously network helps. networking helps with that. I know it's really difficult in COVID, right? And people have struggled yeah. to network and meet up with yeah. people face to face. And it's not like you can just jump to the second floor and get a coffee and meet people in your office is very difficult now but um yeah just try your best to network with other team members and yeah people in your work because the thing is as well i mean especially at the sort of the industry i work in in construction um it's a very sort of small world you know you, you find you, you see on linkedin oh this person here and oh, i know them and you know so you move to somewhere else you'll find that there are other people that in that company that you'll know so the more friends you work uh, that you sort of make and the, the networking that um, that you do do will benefit you because you know people move on and you never know where your paths are going to cross in the future again how do you want to leave your legacy essentially like within your team Definitely. one one thing that i've always said to myself is thank you all for listening and we'll catch you next week with the next episode if you were to leave the team tomorrow how would you want people to remember you by you know is that being polite is that being helpful is that being like the joker of the team is that being like really good at your job professional whatever it might be like how do you want to be remembered and i always just try and be that person every day within work right i think that's 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 a pretty nice one to go by yeah definitely no i, I would definitely agree uh, and, and the last one for me um i think is to get yourself on the tea round you know <laughs> yeah. if you're a new starter there's nothing but it's a it's a simple icebreaker isn't it? Very oh, true. Like, do you want a do you want a coffee do you want a tea do you, you know um, and you sort of you connect people like that a little bit you know definitely um, instant brownie points especially if you're asking for a beer after work like that is you know oh, 10 out of 10 in my oh, books <laughs> oh 100 let's get on the pearl and backers um so yeah right. no guys so we, we hope you enjoyed the episode so hopefully um, we can we shared some insightful knowledge and tips thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast we hope you enjoyed it make sure to leave a five-star review on whatever platform you get your podcast from and check us out on instagram at the first quarter club see you next week